The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. The Explorers podcast is sponsored by RM Capital, a provider of specialist, small to mid-cap corporate advisory and boutique wealth management services. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perra columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. We've got an interesting WA copper and gold explorer with us today, one where the name says it all, Great Western Exploration. It trades under the code GTE and it uh, has been on the move recently. It uh, posted a last sale of 18.5 cents for a market cap of 25 million. So it's, uh, you'd have to say at that sort of market cap, it's got a lot of leverage to exploration success, unlike a lot of explorers out there where capital bases have been blown over time. We've got Great Western's Managing Director, Tom Ridges, with us today to bring us up to speed with, uh, on what the company has been up to and what to look out for. There's uh, a lot to talk about with this one across various projects, with some big news just released on its Thunder project northwest of Waluna. So let's jump into it. G'day, Tom. Thanks for your time today. Hey, Barry. It's good to be here, mate. Right. Now, Tom, you're well known in exploration circles, but it would be uh, good if you can give the listeners a bit of a rundown on your professional career. Yeah, sure, Barry. Um, look, I spent the first six months of my career over here in WA dragging uh, wires around the bush for, for Fugro, mate, doing some geophysical surveys. And then I got to start with uh, with Regis Resources when they were a little Greenfields Explorer and uh, spent spent 13 years there. Um, so I saw, you know, a, lo- a lot of different projects. I saw us develop a number of mine sites. I was part of a team that discovered 5 million ounces in that Jukedon belt. Um, and I really enjoyed my time there at Regis and, and got to work with some very, very good people. Um, I then went and did 12 months with Minres and I really enjoyed my time there as well as their exploration manager. Mm. Um, and then after that, I, uh, I, I was fortunate enough to get this opportunity with GTA and I, I jumped at the chance to come across. Okay. Now, um, two of our most successful companies there, Regis, $2 billion market cap, I think, Mineral Resources, $11 billion market cap. Uh, why'd you make the jump? Oh, mate, I just, uh, I mean, the opportunity with the, the ground that they had, the, the shareholder register, um, the, the tight uh, capital structure and, um, and, and the people I get to work with every day, um, it was just, it was a bit of a no-brainer for me, mate, great opportunity. Yeah, well done. Okay. Now, I mentioned uh, Thunder in the opening, another great name. You've uh, outlined a large anomaly there, which uh, you're saying is an analogue to Sandfires de Grusa, which is uh, 110k to the northwest. Tell us about the prospect, uh, how the prospect was worked up and the reasons for the uh, de Grusa analogue. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, there's a, a kind of a long-winded story to Thunder. Um, um, so I guess that area, that southern kind of Yurida area, was uh, was explored lightly i would say in you know 20 to 30 years ago by some pretty pretty successful exploration groups such as rgc and they had defined this um this kind of zone in in Europe to south which they thought was quite prospective and um and uh we were fortunate enough to pick the ground up a few years ago and and our geology manager and, and one of the ex uh ex directors who's unfortunately now passed away he always really liked this zone and we were probably about i think it was about six months ago we went out there and we did 
ultra-fine soil samples across this really nice structural setting and um, and it lit up, mate. We got some really nice nice gold and copper anomalism in a, about a four-kilometre squared zone uh, with a really nice core of copper over 1.7-kilometre strike length. Um, we then discussed the the area with our geophys consultants near Exco and they, they said, look, a sling ram moving loop survey is going to be our best bet across that that target. And... Um, and Sure enough, that survey's picked up a really nice AM conductor, mate. Really nice anomaly there that we uh, we now need to go out and drill. Okay, you mentioned uh, the ultra fine there. Uh, just for some listeners who might not know, that's become a bit of a buzzword uh, nowadays. Can you just explain it to them? It is, mate. Yeah, it's a, so it's a soil sampling method that's been um, researched and developed by the CSIRO, and um, the method looks at the finest fractions, the clays in the soils that. Uh, you know, based on their research, are meant to look for kind of buried deposits, which we all know is is kind of, you know, that's where we're now looking for the big big deposits that haven't been discovered. So, uh, this method's meant to look down through the subsoil, through the regolith, and and look for something that's undercover. Um, and and sure enough, it seems to be working for us and providing us with some really good targeting. Right. Uh, the location, 110 k's from Degusa. I think everyone knows that Sandfire's got, what, two, three years at best uh, there. So you're in a part of the world where there'll be a hungry mill before long. So if you find anything, you've presumably, possibly, got a, a route to getting into production fairly quickly. Absolutely, Barry. Yes, that's right. And look, um, we're lucky. We've got a really good um, relationship with Sandfire. So we've actually got a joint venture with Sandfire just north of our Thunder Target, uh, which we've been in for a number of years and, and they manage the ground there for us and they're quite active in that region. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're keeping a good eye on this Thunder Target as well. Okay. So what can you tell us about likely drilling at the prospect, Thunder? Well, yeah, well, I guess, uh, you know, the Thunder, the Thunder drill programs, it's you know, to test this, we want to test the soils, we want to test the structure, we want to test that AM anomaly. So we're probably looking at about a thousand metres and the timing for that, we'll probably link it in with a couple of other programs, Barry, because we're going to have some other some other targets we want to bring to the market soon as we work them up. Uh, and we're probably looking at drilling in around, around early to mid-October. We'll link those projects together. Okay. So a thousand metres doesn't sound like a lot, not going very deep. No, well, so the AM anomaly sits at sub 100. So oh, we, nice. we know the yeah, core of the anomaly is about 100. So 150 metre hole or two, we'll test that anomaly really nicely. And then a couple of other 100, 150 metre holes to test the geochem and the structures. No, uh, I uh, don't think, expect any troubles organising a rig. It's pretty busy over there. Yeah, it is busy, mate. Um, that's, a, that's another reason why we're kind of locked in October to give the the preferred companies a bit of time to arrange a rig. But yeah, no, we've spoken to the... To the um, one of the contractors we used earlier in the year and, and we've locked it again for that program. Mm. Now, I mentioned the uh, share price has been on the move in recent uh, days. I know this uh, announcement on Thunder, or Thunder as my Irish father used to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, is that, uh, you're getting the story out and about about the you know potential upside on this prospect? Is, is that what's happening? Yeah, mate. I mean, I, so I was just up at Diggers earlier in the week and, you know, the, the talk is really base metals and these critical metals and, um, and copper's, Coppers of interest to everyone, um, and everyone knows the story of Sandfire and, and what happened when they discovered Degrusa. I mean, there's a lot of upside to us making this discovery um, or making a discovery there at Thunder. Fingers crossed, and um, and if it's not Thunder, it'll be one of our other targets, mate. And, and as you said, you know, we've got a really good capital structure, and we're we're ready to run should we make a discovery. Hmm. Um, how how are you off for cash? Oh uh, yeah, we've still got five million in the bank, mate. So we're we're still very well funded. Um, 
and, and a very supportive shareholder registry in Osh. So, um, um, yeah, tell us a bit about that. Actually, the, it's it's unusual for a, a junior to have such a, a register. Uh, can you run through the uh, obviously the ones that are disclosable? Yeah, I mean, I mean, so we've disclosed to the market that we've got some strong cornerstone shareholders such as uh, Simon Lee, Ross Stanley, Morgan Hart, um, and you know I've had people that have backed me from from ex Regis people mm-hmm. that I worked with there and. Um, People that have followed my board members into the company as well. Um, my board are obviously, uh, if you have a look at the names there on my on my um, on my board, they're uh, they're all well respected people within the industry and, and people are keen to get on board with us. Yeah, uh, mate, I did have a look at the board, and you came across as a man of mystery. You were the only one without a pick on the uh, on the website. Yeah, mate, I'll have to get that updated. <laughs> right. yeah. The Likely timing, possible timing of uh, drilling at Thunder. Yeah, we're probably looking at mid-October, so we'll link it in with a couple of a couple of other projects. So we'll probably have three or four targets we want to test around October to time to November. Okay. Yeah. Now you obviously got some uh, other projects where you've been. Uh, I think you've uh, completed some maiden drilling programs. Let's have a look at um, uh, Golden Corridor, sixty-kilometer strike of the Agnew Waluna Belt, lightly explored. You you've been drilling. Uh, was it fin- Finlandson? Yeah, that's right, Barry. So that I mean, Golden Corridor, that's a really exciting project. So we've um, had recently had a number of those tenements granted. So we've got tied up sixty kilometres strike length of the Waluna Agnew uh, Greenstone Belt under some cover, under some protozoic cover there, north of Waluna. Um, I mean, it's you know, Waluna Mine Centre is eleven million ounces, and the gold mm. it just can't stop at Waluna. It's going to continue through that Greenstone Belt, heading north towards Plutonic. So we, earlier in the year, we drilled Finlayson, uh, which was a big Demag zone in a mag target about 70 kilometers north of Waluna. And um, although the assay results were disappointing, it really fitted our geological model. So we, we got through the Proterozoic cover very, very shallow there. It was about 20 to 40 meters depth into a really nice greenstone with good alteration, shearing, sulfides, exactly what you'd want to see. And um, although the assays, like I say, they weren't, weren't, um, as exciting as we had hoped, it really firmed up the fact that that Golden Corridor project is going to be an exciting one to explore. Mm. So, um, yeah, we're just in the, in the stages of, of planning a really big regional exploration program across that mm. So that initial program, what we call a what technical success? Yeah, yeah, technical success. Obviously, we would have loved to have seen some nice juicy assays in those, uh, those samples, Barry, but... But we're just really happy that we did see the grain stones and we saw some sulfides and some good alteration and broad yeah. zones of um of shearing. So um, you know, hopefully we're not too far away from from something a bit juicier there. It's uh, not a bad effort securing sixty k strike in uh, that part of the world. Yeah, well, I think so. Historically, it's had you know zero, almost zero exploration. A little bit looking at the base metals in the cover. And um, and people just assume because the cover's quite deep at Waluna that it stayed deep heading north. But mm-hmm. we had New Exco have a look at some high-res aeromag data and complete some 3D geophysical modelling. And they uh, their modelling showed that a number, of the, a number of the zones across that Golden Corridor belt have actually quite shallow protozoic cover, kind of even areas of sub-100 to, to 80 metres depth. So in areas of that, um, when you're looking for, you know, Elephants, you're looking for the big ones. Um, 80 metres of cover isn't a big deal. No, that's for sure. Okay. Um, so what, what's the plan there? Will you come back to it this year or? 
go away. Yeah, yeah. So we're just we're just progressing things. A few of them are just being granted, so we're just planning our uh, our first fast pass field program. Uh, it'll be similar to the methods that we used at Regis out there at uh, at the Dukedom Belt, and we were looking for the for the big answers. So you you know you start off with a, a big broad um, geochem program, use some ultrafines there to look under the cover, and then um, refine that. Uh, probably maybe some geophysics. Um, some mapping and then some drilling. So, um, you know, just a really good structured approach to exploration, Barry. Mm. Um, obviously, your focus is uh, Greenfield's exploration rather than we see a lot of guys kicking around old mines nowadays. Um, mm. You think the uh, next big discovery is going to be Greenfield's rather than Brownfield's? I think so, Barry. I think, I mean, you get incremental ounces and tonnes Brownfield's and you can, you know, you can certainly add some value there, but uh, it's a lot more exciting in the Greenfield space looking for the big th- big ones um and you know juniors juniors notoriously are the ones that discover the, the big discoveries you know they then taken over or or joint venture with the with the bigger guys but um mm. it's a pretty pretty exciting space to work in yeah well look at the uh, two most recent big discoveries by juniors who are no longer juniors now chalice mm. and uh at julemar and uh, de gray up in the in the pilbara yeah so, that's right that's right mm. and then you've got the guys up there in the patterson that are having great success as well. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to watch and it's a good space to be in. And, and we've got a very supportive share registry that are aware of, of what we're targeting and what we're doing. And, you know, it's risk first reward in the, in the greenfield space. But if you've got a really good strategy to your exploration, you're prioritising your targets properly and you're spending wisely, then, you know, you've got more leverage to success, I guess. Yeah. Uh, talking about um, historic mining areas, uh, you and me, district, 30Ks uh, west of Sandstone, where rocks have uh, made a good discovery at Grace and Spectrum, of course, uh, got taken over on the strength of the uh, Penny West discovery. You've had a maiden drilling program there? Yeah, we have, Barry. Yeah, we, um, we did some, uh, some mapping and some geochem there um, and, and got some really nice gold in soil anomalies. Um, and we've tested one of those. And uh, again, the results were a little bit disappointing. We got some gold in the laterites there. So potentially we're not too far away from a primary source. So we've got another... Another trend there at Atlee to go and test. Um, another trend of soils, but we've also got some more soils and some more targets to go and have a look at later in the year. So that, that, that'll be part of our second half of our year. We'll go out there and do some more, more work. And again, is that uh, pure greenfields? Uh, yeah, there's been a little bit of exploration there for, um, for different metals, um, but it, it's a greenfields. There's no historical mine sites on our ground that we're, uh, we're chasing up. Right. So we've uh, covered the, the main projects for the company at this stage, or have you got something else in the bag? Yeah, oh, mate, we've always got things in the bag, Barry. We like to surprise the market with some targets that we work up in the background. Um, we do have one project that we haven't really spoken to the market about, but we will be shortly. Um, we made mention to it a couple of years ago, and we've kind of been sitting on it um, and just adding some, some applications um, mm-hmm. to that region, which is Fairburn, which sits up uh, kind of north of where Rumble have just made that discovery, that big base metals discovery. So, yeah, it sits about 60 k's north of Rumble and about 110 k's north of Degrusa. Um, mm-hmm. And we actually believe it's pr- uh, prospective for proterozoic base metals and our can gold and nickel. So we've got, a, we've got one granted lease, four pending leases. Uh, and, yeah, there'll be more news to come on that target area. So uh, that Rumble discovery, uh, lead zinc, zinc lead, mm-hmm. um, so are you, are you metal agnostic or are you look, moving into that area on the strength of, uh, I think you mentioned some other metals there? Yeah, no, well, I guess we've, we've actually always thought that area looks pretty good for copper and nickel, um, potentially some gold. There is, you know, it sits, it sits right on the edge of the Yulgarn there. So 
um, with some Proterozoic um, Basin interaction, obviously. So, look, we're just doing a review of the historical data. We've actually held a tenement up there for quite some time, but um, we've we've built on our, our land holding there and, and noticed a bunch of other people peg tenements in that region now since um, since Rumble's discovery. So um, it's a pretty active area. Okay. Mm. So did you come back from uh, Diggers and Dealers with some uh, new ideas, new new uh, tips? Uh, yeah, yeah. There were some pretty good news stories up there at Diggers, mate, and some exciting stuff happening. So, look, we're looking forward to hopefully being the story at Diggers next year. I think that uh, I took away from Diggers, not that I was able to do it from lockdown Melbourne, but I, you know, listening in, mm. uh, this this whole um, decarbonisation, you know, the green, so-called green metals, mm. um, almost to the point where gold got sidelined, but um, a good gold discovery still gets uh, a lot of market attention, so... I wouldn't write gold off just yet on the strength of uh, the very important decarbonisation decarbonisation efforts around the world, but um, gold exploration is here to stay for a long time, I would say. Yeah, I, I think gold will always be pretty exciting, Barry. But, uh, yeah, no, I agree. There's uh, The talk was certainly around the base metals and those critical metals. And, uh, mm. yeah, they're, they're all green now. Mm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... Bring it home for us and give us a feel, investors that is, about what they should be looking out for in the next six months or so. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be very active again in the second half of this year, quite a number of drill programs, a bunch of first pass, um, big regional fieldwork programs as well to work out some other targets in the background. We've got a you know, very large land holding, over 5,000 square kilometres in pretty prolific regions of WA. Um, majority of our projects have been underexplored or virtually unexplored. Uh, we've got strong and supportive shareholder registry, which is always great. And we're well-funded for success. So, um, you know, any any kind of hits that we get, anything exciting that we see in the field, it's going to really give our, our share price a bolster. And, and I think we'll have a really nice run when we make a discovery. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, folks, there we go. Great Western Exploration Code, GTE. Watch out for uh, the mid-October start to our drilling uh, project up at Thunder. We'll all be watching that, including Sandfire and a few others around the place. So good luck with it all, Tom, and thanks for your time today. No worries. Thanks a lot, Barry. Thanks for having me. Cheers, mate. This episode of the Explorers podcast was sponsored by RM Corporate Finance, an active participant in emerging companies around the globe. To hear more about them or become a client, contact them on plus six one eight six three eight zero nine two double zero.